Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. This is episode number 94, and in this episode we're going to be talking everything that's going to be coming to Disney Plus in September. We're going to be talking about the trailers for Becoming, Ned, and the right stuff. We're also going to be talking about adult content and sort of more mature, mature stuff arriving on Disney Plus. And we're going to be sharing our thoughts on the one and only Ivan. But before we get into any of that, just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has recently subscribed on the YouTube channel. And also just a big um, thank you to all of our patrons as well, who help support the uh, the podcast, including um, Lauren, Jacob, Sarah, Zeppi, What's on Netflix, Andrew, and also Julie, and also um, Joshua. Also a big hello to Drew for being um, a new uh, patron this week. And also, um, this past week, I have activated uh, YouTube memberships. Um, and basically what's going to happen there, it's going to be the same thing as what we get on Patreon. It's what I'm calling the What's on Disney Plus Club. And you get all the same access. You get um, sort of behind-the-scenes stuff. You get a little name at the end of the videos if you are in the $5 and above tier. And also, so I just want to say a big hello to, first off to Adam for joining us as being the first YouTube member. But also, more importantly, the weekly Q&A show is actually going to be now be a going to be available to everybody, but only patrons and YouTube members will be able to put in their questions. So as I thought I'd have a bit of a, a rejig and stuff as we head into basically full. But there we go. So just a bit plug for them and just to let everyone know that that is available. So you can, on either platform, you get the same thing. Right. Let's move on. Let's now talk about some Disney Plus stuff. Um, we got the list of everything coming to Disney Plus in the US in September. Now, some of these things um, might not necessarily turn off in every country. And things are subject to change, and things might be added, and things might not even arrive. So let's jump into the list, because there's quite a lot. Um, again, everything is arriving on Fridays, which is nice. Actually, except for one thing. Uh, Cinderella, which is arriving on um, a Tuesday, but I don't know what that one is. But let's move on. First off, on Friday, the 4th of September, we have got Mulan. And which is going to be priced at $29.99 if you want to have access to it. The good news is um, they have just made a deal that if you're using your Roku, Amazon, sorry, your Roku, Google, or Apple devices, you will be able to use those devices to make the purchase through the App Store and stuff. They've sorted that out. There's lots of talk going on around about some people maybe misread what they were talking about and think now it's available on Google and iTunes. It's not. It's just going to be, you can pay for it. I just don't think they wanted to go down the Fortnite route this week. <laughs> uh, not not a good good look. Uh, not just Fortnite, also uh, Project X Cloud or whatever the Microsoft yeah. thing is. But obviously, Fortnite is the big one. And uh, I mean, pay for the service you're using. I, I don't really get that one. If they're on the platform, they should be paying for it. But that's the full extent of what I'm going to say for it. Yeah, well, I don't think it's like they obviously don't want to pay that twenty thirty percent. But I think maybe Disney kind of maybe quickly realized that that the plan. Um, might backfire if Apple get wind of it and kick Disney Plus off. That's not a good look. Um, but generally, this is what's, what's happened with Epic Games. They basically try to circumnavigate Apple's taking a cut, and now there's a big lawsuit and stuff. So, I've, um, so that's what that one is. So that's coming on the 4th. Um, they still haven't announced all the UK and European side of this stuff yet. I don't know whether or not we'll get that soon now that they've sorted out the, um, the that deal, but Moving on from there, we're going to be getting the Wolverine, which is a big title. Um, we're also going to get a brand new series, Earth to Ned, um, which um, is going to be dropping all 10 episodes all on the same day. Going to be a chat show where you're going to have celebrity guests, including Joshua Bassett, um, Rachel Bison. You're also going to be getting 
Gina Carrero, RuPaul, sorry, RuPaul, um, Bindi and Robert, yeah, Ru, Bindi and Rupert Irwin. I need to get my teeth in this morning. Um, we've also got a whole host of other people like um, Jenny Slate and Billy D. Williams and uh, Raven. Uh, yeah, just, just loads of people turning up on this show. Um, we might as well talk about it now. You saw the trailer for it. What did you think of it? I am kind of a little bit mixed on it, honestly. Uh, some of the people that they've got lined up seem interesting enough. It's certainly a wide range of people. Mm. Uh, but I'm not sure what I think about Ned himself yet. Like the, We only saw bits and pieces, so it's not enough to, to do a proper judgment on it. Obviously, we'll need to see the show. But the bits we saw of Ned himself, like he, he's really well, what's the appropriate term, puppeteered? Uh, yeah. controlled, I don't know, uh, puppeteered. I'm just going to use that even if it's not a word. He, like, he's got a lot of range of motion. You can definitely tell the Hensons have uh, have stepped up their game since the last time we saw them, which would actually be this past week with the Muppets now. But um, but the, the actual voice and the personality they gave him, I'm not sure yet. We'll have, we'll have to see it in full before I judge, but right now I'm kind of a little bit uh, I'm not too keen on it just yet. Yeah, it's kind of going to be... A, for me, it's like the guest list is a little bit all over the place. It's like people... It's, most of, about half of them I've never heard of. Um, and the other half are like, okay, we are kind of... I wouldn't say going to the bottom of the barrel, but there's... a there's um, It's there's not... I wouldn't really say there was a lot of like heavy, heavy hitters there. Um you know, it's like RuPaul and maybe Gina Carrera were like the only ones that really kind of stood out as names uh, I recognized. Billy D. Williams, I'd also consider. Yeah, you know, going yeah. Lando. Uh, it would. It's nice to see the Irwin uh, yeah. siblings in there as well. Uh, I honestly don't know much about them. You, you get bits and pieces of news for them, but they don't have that big, flashy personality like their father did. So that one at least has potential well, to, I, to learn well i'll be honest i have been watching um crikey it's the airwinds on discovery um the last few weeks um it's coming out of it that um, was a thing yeah robert um because <laughs> now robert's like 16 he's now can do stuff a bit more easily is i mean bindi's been doing lots of tv shows before that so um but yeah so yeah obviously they're a bit different to steve because i used to lo- lo- used to love watching that show but yeah it'll be interesting to see how all this has worked i'm kind of like okay I still don't get the drop of the 10 episodes at once. This does not feel like a show that benefits from this at all. Um, that's going to be like, watch two, three episodes, get bored of the, and don't go in. Um, 10 episodes would have seen us right through till November. Um, yeah, just, I really question, question these drops on some of these shows like this. Maybe they just want to get start carry on with the system but nevertheless for me i wasn't really that excited by the trailer it didn't really do much for me it's a lot of the kind of thing is yeah i'll watch the first episode or two and we'll see go from there um it's uh yeah a bit of a strange one um yeah i'm in i'm in the same i'm gonna pick the episodes i watch based on who the uh the the star the guest stars are on that one yeah then we're gonna be getting on the same day um a new episode of weird but true where they're gonna be looking at germs which I think we, probably need, we definitely need to watch about. Um, also, National Geographic are going to have a new show about viruses and stuff, so that would be cool to see when that eventually arrives. Um, a new, the finale of Pixar in Real Life, which is going to be focused on Coco. Um, so that should be fun. And then the finale of Muppets Now Socialized. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't, I've, since the second episode, I haven't watched any more of that series. It didn't really fully capture me to keep going. 
I'm sorry, which story, which one was uh, it? The Muppets. Uh, yeah. uh, I have watched all four of them, um, the ones that are released so far. Uh, the fourth one, you're not missing anything. It's definitely the low point of the series so far. And, and there's definitely, uh, at this point, uh, that fatigue of you keep doing the same bits over and over again. They need, they need a, a larger array. That said, episode three, for whatever reason, I really loved that episode. Uh, the, I, I don't even remember who they had on for it, but uh, for the, um, the chef one, but I was, I was rolling uh, for, the, for the chef in, in number three. That was great. Yeah, I'll be honest. Um, um, to be honest, I have been kind of binging the um, uh, Once Upon a Time season so that's why i've not been watched I mean, i've been watching lots of disney plus it's just i've plowed for about 14 15 episodes of once upon a time so. well, let, let's let's hold off on once upon a time because yeah. i think that's coming up yeah that's the, coming up later here, um then we're going to be getting um ancient china from above then we're gonna, which uh there's going to be a couple of them coming up then we're going to get d2 and d3 the mighty ducks um never been kissed and strange magic i want to put all them in together looks like they've done some kind of they've all been on disney plus some of them some of them have got taken off, but it looks like, again, some deals have been done to bring them on a little bit earlier. Um, so that's good. Uh, Trick or Treat, which is a short um, from 1950s, and then a new One Day at Disney. So that's the Friday the 4th. Kind of uh, quite a few movies there where you include all like, the, Detroit, um, the Mighty Ducks, and so that's not a bad week at all. Moving on from there, uh, Friday the 11th of September, we've got Christopher Robin. And then we've got Weird But True episode about photography. And then a one day at Disney Short. Now that day is really, really thin. Um, I mean, for internationally, I, I do know internationally on in the UK, we're getting Spies in the Skies on that day. So that's not such a bad thing for us, but we've already got Christopher Robin. But um, a bit of a, a lot of people saying how weak that day looks. That looks... Um, I, I have to agree with the general consensus. It would help a lot if we got spies in disguise over here. I'm sure that there's all sorts of marketing deals that, that prevent that. Uh, I, I don't even know if I've seen Christopher Robin. I remember when it came out and I feel like I saw it, but I might be mistaking it for something else. I, I will be, probably be checking it out that week, but if it came out with other stuff that week, it probably would be pushed to the back right. of it. So I'm going to say this. Um, this is a really good movie. This is a really funny, heartwarming movie. Um, we, well, I remember we watched it. I think it was last year. We rented it, and absolutely loved it because they are the Winnie the Pooh and all the rest of it. They are, you know, they. But because they're in real life, it just felt so. It felt completely lovely. It's just, it's just a really good movie, and I think a lot of people slept on this one. And um, I'm really happy that a lot more people will have. And it's been on Netflix up till now, but. Um, yeah, definitely a good a good movie. I think I was planning on watching it with my mom because uh, it, it came out like near Thanksgiving or something along those lines. A, a family it holiday. A, it was a, I think it was a summer. Uh, maybe summer. it was. But I wanted to watch it with my mom because Winnie the Pooh is very much a family thing for for us and, and my family specifically, not America in this case. And I guess we never got the chance to watch it together so i just never did but yeah i remember hearing very good things this one has what ian mcgregor in it as yeah. uh as the writer or as christopher, as, as christopher robin himself right yeah anyway so yeah yeah so that's good so then on friday the 18th we got a brand new series called becoming which is an uplifting tale of origin stories of 10 talented athletes entertainers and musicians 
including Adam um, Devine. We've also got Anthony Davis, Ashley Tisdale, um, Caleb McLaughlin, Candace Parker, Kobe Callett, uh, Julian Hu, Nick Cannon, Nick Troll, and Rob Grzetsky. Now, um, all 10 episodes are going to be dropping at the same time as a documentary style shots in some kind of French word variety. Each episode centers around a visit to their celebrity hometown where they go to important locations in the upcoming and we meet their supporting cast of family members, coaches, teachers, mentors, and friends, and they share antidotes and insights into them becoming who they are. Um, again, all 10 episodes dropping at the same time. Um, I thought we were done with this in, eight, in August. It looked like we were dropping this, and then back in September, we've gone back into it. I'll be honest, I had only heard of Ashley Tisdale because of... Um, was it High School Musical, and Adam because of Magic Camp last week, and Rob Grzetsky because he was in a part of WWE and I didn't know who he was then. So I'm literally uh, looking at these people and I'm going, whoever they are, I'm sure it's nice. <laughs> this is definitely a very uh, American-centric list. Rob Gronkowski uh, is pretty famous in the States. He He's part of... Uh, a pair of players who've been very prominent in football for the last decade. I don't know actually how long Gronkowski has been, but he, he worked with Tom Brady, who is one of the most infamous football players of the more recent years for both good and bad reasons. Largely depends on whether you're in the new England area or not. Um, I'm not. So you can kind of figure out <laughs> you out there can kind of figure out my general consensus on that one. Also, I don't really care about football. So, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Go, go go sports. Um, yeah, other than um, WWE, literally, I'd never heard of Rob was until then, and I'm like, he's right. hosting WWE WrestleMania. Who is he? Never heard of him. But yeah, right. so that uh, is that for for becoming. Um, I think Julia Horn, um, or how she did some Dancing with the Stars stuff. She doesn't do the the Strictly Come Dancing over here, so I don't know who she is. Yeah, so yeah, to be honest, a very list of a sheet TV series. I don't know eight out of ten of you. So that's kind of quite a, it's not a, it's not a great start for me. I'll be honest. It was just like, um, I was like, I don't know who you are. So I'm not really interested in what, who you became. Because like, <laughs> um, and even, I, I know more than, than just that, but uh, most of these aren't really in my field. That said, it is a very wide spectrum of mm-hmm. people that they're getting here. So I think there's a decent chance that most people will find at least one episode uh, involving a person they want to know more about. Now, the thing is, I probably would have watched the Adam, uh, the one that was in Magic Camp, because I thought, oh, that, he seemed all right. I've never, other than seeing him in, in like the, I think it was Pitch Perfect, never really sort of seen him in anything. And then I ended, we ended up watching Shark Week with him and the guy from uh, Blackish, and also two other, and two other American guys. And I'm like, he just was, he just awful in it. I have to admit, I have not watched Shark Week in a long time. I, um, I just feel that their programming has gone downhill since I was a kid. Maybe it's nostalgia kind of yeah. tinting my memories of Shark Week, but it, it, the more recent years haven't been so. So I haven't seen him on Shark yeah. Week. I'll have to take your word on that one. Yeah, but nevertheless, that, yeah. So that's becoming. So I'm, I'll be honest. Um, really didn't sell it on to me because I mean the trailer looked nice and it's all very nicely shot but a very uh, to me a, a very weak weak celebrity lineup because that just does not 
translate well internationally. It's just a really, um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's, some it's, people might, some people might know some of them, but yeah. When when you, I mean, I generally kind of keep up with a little bit of of celebrity news, but when I, when I'm I'm going, yeah, the, your average Brit probably is not going to know who these people are. Now, this is definitely an American-centric show. Um, nothing inherently wrong with that, of course, uh, that a lot of the audience is American. Uh, I suspect we will see less and less American-centric shows as we go on. This is probably a holdover from something they were going to do on the Disney Channel specifically and just kind of moved it over here. Well, I think it was made by... Or, sorry, not, Le- not the Disney Channel, uh, yeah. the Fox I think Channel. It, I think it's been around for a while because I think the LeBron's... Uh, the, that basketball player. Um, he, let's see, that's how much I know about sports. <laughs> um, it, it, I think he's behind the series and stuff. I don't know. It's, like I said, it's a very, um, I think Disney have to be a lot more better at doing this because, you know, with Disney Plus being so international and it's kind of launching all these different areas, these kind of shows don't make, I mean, it'll be interesting when they get the data come through. Okay, well, okay, we need to be a little bit more um, open to, or, I don't know, just they've got to watch the middle of stuff a little bit more. See, so I would take a slightly different approach with it. I think it's perfectly fine for them to do uh, American-centric stuff. They should also have English-centric stuff, Indian-centric stuff, stuff, you know, launch them globally, but with the understanding that, you know, you normal audiences in it, but have stuff for everybody. And it's perfectly fine to do exclusives so long as everyone has... Yeah, I, I just I just feel like it's that kind of situation where they need maybe needed a little bit that bigger celebrities maybe might have helped if they pay. Um, That's that, a different I, issue. That, yeah, that would have been that probably would have been a, a slightly better version. But nevertheless, moving on from there, from just just be ready for the football fans to uh, to not be happy with your assessment of Rob Gronkowski's celebrity status. Just yeah. just a heads up. I do. I, 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 as far as I, I've managed to get through all this without really knowing very little about English football in my life, so I'll be, I'll be all right. Um, going on from there, for, on um, Friday the 18th, we've got a new episode of Weird But True, which is about trains. Then we've got a new One Day at Disney short. Then we've got Bend It Like Beckham, which um, now I'm going to say this um, is a, um, a Fox Searchlight movie. Now, the only one I'm going to bring up with this is it was included in the email version that was sent by disney however on the official website it wasn't listed so um this now has put that, that thing of like there's that seed of like have they just missed it off the year but it was on an official list i was sent so um if that one doesn't turn up that one might be why i don't know why i think that one's a good movie but i haven't seen that one in years um, i just remember it was super popular uh, back when it came out, maybe it was it was just the timing. It came out in like 2002, uh, and a lot of America was still kind of recovering from 9/11, and it was just a feel-good movie at the right time. I also think it was just that thing of having um, sort of Kieran Knightley. She was just at that thing of with Pirates of the Caribbean and Love Actually, right at that point where she was like super popular. And also um, the other actress, um, she went on, to, went in, on to, into ER, and I remember watching her in that for years. Um, moving on from there, then we got Oil Spill of the Century. I'll be honest, I could find very little information on that one. And India from Above, this was something that's literally just arrived on Nat Geo. That's going to be the two episodes will be arriving that day. Um, I, lo- I like those ones. The Japan one was really cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that one. 
Um, Coop and Cami asked World Season 2. So the first season, or sorry, the second season is just ending this month on uh, the Disney Channel. So now it's heading straight over to Disney+. Plus. And then we're going to get Europe from Above, Season 1. Ever After, A Cinderella Story. Kingdom of the Mummies, Season 1. And then we're going to get Marvel Superhero Adventures Season 4. Notre Dame Race Against the Inferno. And then the big one, Once Upon a Time, Seasons 1 through 7. That will be driving in the US. I've also had confirmation as well. It will be arriving um, in Australia in in September. And also the UK will also be getting uh, the other three seasons at the beginning of September. So we'll have all seven seasons. No word yet on what they're going to do with that Alice in Wonderland sort of spin-off show. But... Once Upon a Time, a big, big TV show. A lot of people interested in it. I myself have been kind of waiting for this because my wife ran on and did all seven seasons um, <laughs> and was like, oh, you do want to watch that? Yeah, well, well, I'm on to season like two now. Oh, okay, right. I'll catch up. It's that kind of thing. When it's a seven season show with probably, what, 150 seasons? That's a lot to catch up on when you or if you're behind. And then at which point you're like, oh, I'll, I'll get around to it. Yeah, it, and they're not short seasons. I think they were 24 episodes yeah, each, uh, 44, 40 to 44 minute long episodes in general. Um, I intend to watch it. I watched most of them. It was a show that I kind of picked up and dropped and picked up and dropped and picked up and dropped. So I've got large gaps uh, in it, but I do want to watch through it. Uh, from what I remember, we're not missing anything by not having the Alice in Wonderland uh, episodes. Um, yeah. It'd the be nice re- to have it as complete, but the only reason I say that was because we were out in Walt Disney World when it came on TV, and the the buses were full of the of the advertising, and we watched the first episode like on American television. So that was the only reason I was really aware of it. To be honest, was because of the synergy that Disney have when you go to the parks. <laughs> Just like how how it works. It's funny you say the synergy because obviously it's been a while since I've been to the parks, but I always remember that. Uh, they're very good about putting banners up on time. They're very bad about taking the banners down after. <laughs> so I remember, I remember going to the park uh, in like 2018 or something, and they still had some Disney Infinity banners up. You know, and, I was and just they, about to say that. <laughs> and they had some like Once Upon a Time banners up that still had the cast from uh, the original cast rather than the new cast from season seven. And this was after season seven had finished. It was like. Mm maybe update these a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just one of the, I, I do remember walking into Disneyland Paris going, they've still got Disney Infinity posters up. Well, <laughs> it's done. But nevertheless, so yeah, Once Upon a Time, a massive series. Um, that one's going to be a, probably... That's, things about this is a binge-worthy mainstream show. It's been on Netflix for years, but this is what we need. This is exactly what Disney Plus needs. It's perfect fit. Um... I mean, we've been talking about that show because it was way back last year. They showed it on the on the investors event and said it would be coming. It's just it's taken a long time. So from there, we got um, two seasons of Soya Luna and also the third season of Violeta. Um, I think they're also going to be coming internationally as well. Season nine of Wicked Tuna. I've only watched like one episode. That's on my kind of watch list for Wicked Tuna. Um, they keep dropping on there. Again. For me, these kind of shows are stuff that I'm I'm more interested. I'm much more likely to watch Wicked Tuna than Violeta, but that's just me personally. And um, and apparently, much unlike many many people who are far more interested in the 
the Disney Channel shows than in the National Geographic, which is too bad, but it's there for it's everybody. A very, it's, a, well, it's a very weird thing, I think, as well. I like, you know, different audiences go for different stuff. Um, and I think generally, you know, the, the young, it's going to be that big difference, especially like over here when the Disney Channel shuts down soon. I think it's, I think it might even be the end of next month. Um, that's going to start having a big impact on how quickly we get stuff. Because, for example, in Australia, they're getting things much quicker than we are. Um, then moving on to Friday, the 25th of September, we're going to be getting Secret Society of the Second Born Royals, which is a brand new uh, movie. It's supposed to come in July. They pushed it back a little bit. Um, it's basically a cross between, I don't know, Avengers and Descendants and everything that's all in one. They're all second well they're all basically spare parts for the king and queens <laughs> and um and they've all got superpowers to protect them and so they're more important than the actual kings and queens i was kind of picturing it as like a, a kingsman meets x-men kind of thing because it you've also got the x-men like outcast thing going on i have moderate hopes for this one should be entertaining I'm I'm going in this one like going in like going, okay let's see you know see what this Disney Channel because Disney Channel movies generally always a kind of thing of like okay let's let's see how this goes so I'm looking forward to that one and then we're going to be getting Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom now we don't yet know if this one is going to be weekly uh, or if this one's going to be dropping all at once I'm hoping weekly I have asked for clarification but it hasn't been confirmed yet um, so that one's one I'm definitely looking forward to. <clears throat> And then we got Weird But True Venomous Animals. And then Disney Nature's Oceans. Um, this one's been, I think, stuck on Netflix for a while. Right, here we go. When I tried doing this video, I needed a few takes for this one. Fancy Nancy, Fancy It Yourself, season two. <laughs> I noticed there's a lack of a description of this one as well. Yeah, I couldn't find. Uh, this is kind of like the shorts because the full seasons are on Netflix. Um, it's kind of like a sh and then the other one was the giant robber crab. This, I'm trying to find any information on what this thing was. Um, I'm, I don't know if it's a National Geographic short or if it's a Disney short from years ago. Um, <laughs> whatever I was getting on um, Google was not was not telling me what it was. So um, I don't know what that one is. It it sounds like it should be a National Geographic's, but yeah, I, I don't know. I couldn't yeah. tell you. Wasn't coming up anyway. And then we um, the second season of Gordon Ramsay Uncharted. Um, which I still have a bit, I, I do want to watch that one. Uh, Muppet Babies Season 2. That's the new version, not the old version. Port Alaska Season 3. Uh, sorry, Port, yeah, Port Protection Alaska. Then second season of Sid to the Max. That one is just ending on Disney Channel this month, so therefore that's why that one's dropping over. Then Wild Central America Season 1. And then X-Ray Earth Season 1. Followed shortly by a one day at Disney Short. So there we go. That is September's lineup. What sort of stood out to you from that lot? Uh, a number of movies that I'm kind of interested in checking out. Uh, you know, we just mentioned The Secret Society. Uh, not a movie, but Once Upon a Time, definitely looking to yeah. get back into that. Vaguely interested in watching Cinderella again. I remember watching that one in theaters. This is the remake, not Ever After, which I've never seen maybe yeah. I, I vaguely remember that one having good re reviews but it might be fun to see cinderella because that was kind of where they started the live action remakes i mean i, I know they've done one before like 101 dalmatians when i was growing up yeah. and things like that but cinderella was really 
kind of what started the movement uh, and we had jungle book and you know aladdin and all that but yeah mm, yeah i mean for me um mulan obviously stands out the most as being something that i really because this is a movie i've been wanting to watch since back in um sort of march time this was the one live action movie that stood out to me of like why because had this not even been a live action not even a remake this was the kind of movie I would have wanted to watch anyway, because I love big Chinese epics and the way the battles look. It just screams to me, this is a movie I would want to watch. This is just the, the, way, it's, the way it's shot and how it looks with her going into battle. It just gives me all the vibes of something that I'd want to watch. So um, I'm going to be watching that one for sure. Um, still, still not 100% convinced the 29. We haven't got the UK price yet, but I'm still not entirely convinced that the price is right but um it's a movie that i would like to watch and i would have paid to get it would have cost me 10 quid to go cinema you know by the time i paid for parking and gone in so i'm kind of going with that and um if my wife watches it as well then therefore i've just i will be work out about even um though i do think if i i'll be honest if i wasn't running the website and doing all this i don't know if i probably would have been in a rush to watch it but i feel like i've been starved for movies but nevertheless um so yeah, so that's kind of definitely stands out. Once Upon a Time is something I'm still going to be watching. And obviously for us, internationally, Spies in the Skies would be something um, I'm looking forward to watching. Unfortunately, you guys have got that HBO deal until they can get out of that one. But so there we go. That was September. Um, moving on from there, let's talk about the other big trailer that dropped this week, which was The Right Stuff, which is going to be dropping two episodes on October the 9th. And that will be a weekly drop. So that will go right through into November. So I'm going to just throw this one straight. What did you think of that trailer? I thought it was a decent enough trailer. Uh, it showed that it's different enough from the movie uh, that I'm not too concerned with it just being a retread. Uh, that said, there are a couple of shots that I was like, oh, that's definitely a movie shot right there. But for the most part, they're taking a different angle with it. They're going at the competition angle rather than at the, um, all these people are completely crazy and possibly a little suicidal. Uh, yeah, it, it looks different enough that I'm, I, I can hopefully separate the two in my head, which yeah. is the biggest challenge that's going to be facing me personally. Yeah, because I've not seen the original one. To me, it's all fresh. Uh, I watched this trailer and then kind of got to the end and went, yes, finally, finally, some actual a drama series on Disney Plus, a proper, proper drama series that we need. You know, and I'm saying this so I'm not even counting The Mandalorian in this. This is like the first proper TV series. This is something that I put the trailer on because I was like, okay, let's, let's just see. I got up from work and I put it on the big screen. And my wife goes, what? I said, just can we just watch the trailer for this? Like, they're talking about something boring on the news. Let's just put the trailer on. I want to watch this. So it starts up and she goes, oh, that looks good. It's like, okay, so that's, that's a good sign because it's like, it did not look like a Disney Plus quality show that we've been getting over the last nine months this just looks i mean i didn't quite know it is also warner brothers also i think helped make it and a few of it this feels like a show that i know they moved it from national geographic over to disney but this is what disney plus needs more of it needs some more mainstream drama this is it just it, i'm just you just sat there watching on this is a show that i want to watch i'd watch this on any platform this could have been on Apple TV Plus, this could have been on Netflix or whatever. This would have been a show I would have watched regardless because it just looks interesting. And it, especially right now, of just like 
a drama series that's offering something a bit different is exactly what I want, you know, because, you know, we're, we're starting to get a little bit starved of decent content. And this was just jumped out to me like, this just looks so good. This just looks so different. You know, it's something fresh in terms of going back and doing, so, you know, because we don't, we get a lot of space stuff, but kind of it comes drips in and out and depends on it. But this just looked great. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad they're going with a weekly drop. I'm also glad they're giving us two episodes to kind of give us a kind of, you know, jump onto the next one. Um, I The fact they got faith of putting it out there and saying it's not coming for, what, another seven, eight weeks? Um, but obviously everybody's annual subscriptions are going to start running out in November. So they've got to start kind of bulking up at this end of the year. Um, yeah, for me, this was just, uh, this was a home run using a sports term that I, I'm aware of. Um, <laughs> uh, nice football term. I like, I like your inclusion of football in here. Um, I also wanted to add on to that. I, one of the things that w- I was worried about with this was that the special effects were going to kind of s- fall down because you're going to need a number of special effects shots for, you know, launching rockets, uh, having the guys in space, all that stuff and at least from what we saw in the trailer you know it's not going to win an academy award for special effects but it puts you into uh the time properly like there's that shot you're looking over the astronaut's shoulder and up into the uh the redstone rocket which is you know it's got steam coming off of it and Mm. uh and all that and you look at it and you're like yeah i believe there is a guy standing in front of a redstone rocket uh, with the scaffolding and everything built around it, which is what they needed to do. Uh, the movie had fantastic special effects for the time. It was all practical effects, of course. This was pre-CGI. Uh, but yeah, if if you'd come out there and you know the F-104 is flying over or the rocket looked ridiculous, you'd be like, I nope, nope. But yeah. they did a good job with that, which yeah, was I'm, one of my biggest fears. I'm just really looking forward to this kind of like this full season. Because I'm thinking, like, by the time we've got Mandalorian season two, and we've got uh, the right stuff, and hopefully as well, we've got things like High School Musical season two, and maybe One Division or Falcon at some point at the late end of 2020. You know, we're starting to get in that thing of like, okay, we're starting to get some proper. You know, we're not having days of go. We got one day at Disney. <laughs> it's just like so. I'm really looking. I've, yeah, right stuff for me was bang on what we need. Um, and I think that's going to nicely tie into our next topic. Um, the idea of more adult, and I'm going to say mainstream content arriving on Disney Plus, because um, the number of people have been reporting, including Grace Randolph, also in the digital bits, talking about how uh, Disney Plus are going to add a section for 20th Century Studios Touchstone and start adding more adult content. And a lot, and there was this kind of weird thing of like, and I did do an article and I did, a, I even did like a 10 minute video um, earlier in the week about this whole thing. And I, I don't want to bring this up again because I don't know if people are, if this is star, this is the idea of what Disney are going to do internationally of basically building a brand new streaming platform with 20th Century Studios, Freeform, ABC, uh, Touchstone, um, and putting them an FX and putting them all within Disney Plus at an additional charge because they're not launching Hulu internationally. They don't want to get that out there. They're just going to go with this streaming thing. They're going to be building it upon Disney Plus, integrating it with Disney Plus, bringing it in, basically turning it into like Disney Plus Hotstar internationally. And they're going to be announcing more in the coming months ahead. The trouble is, I think this is then kind of set off signals that people aren't that maybe the the minute 
internationally has announced some people turn off because they, I, they, it makes no sense at all for them to add more adult content on there in the, you know, the more mature stuff if um, they're going to launch Star. However, there is a counter argument, and you can definitely tell this in the last two to three months, Disney are aware that they do need more mainstream stuff on Disney+. Plus. So I think we are going to start seeing more. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if we do see a 20th Century Studios, because now they seem to be a bit more committed to the name and a touchstone. and some, They could all be in there, and anything under a certain bracket falls into it. And I think we are going to see more mainstream content on Disney+, Plus as we go forward. But Alien and Predator and Die Hard and Deadpool, that's more likely to be locked away behind Star. International and in the US, you've got the problem with Hulu. And until Disney have completed their purchase of Comcast's stake, Hulu right now just seems to be floating along. Um, I don't know, you know, we hopefully we'll find out what's going on with that. But Hulu, they don't want to launch internationally because it's there's no point. They're going all in on Star, and Star's not a big enough brand name anyway because it's only really well known in India. But this is their way of offering it and building up the money. and there's this whole line of like Disney are going to add more adult content. You can see that with the right stuff and Hamilton and things like that. But I, there's this like line of everyone. I think they are going to be adding a lot more stuff to get more mainstream people in, but there's also going to be this whole other layer of star, which changes everything. Yeah. And it, it's really hard to talk about too, because you, you get people who are like, no, Disney is Mickey mouse and that level only and then there are other people who you say we want more mature content they're just like wait you want blood and guts and yeah. other uh mature content like that level of mature like no no no, that's not what we mean we mean no. stuff targeted towards adult because you can have shows that are deep and thought-provoking and have good acting and cover topics that adults want to without cursing without blood and guts without you know violence at every every step and it's weird because there's we just don't have the language to talk about it properly it's well, so that, weird that's why i keep i keep trying to refer to it as mainstream rather mm -hmm. than because the, the, the minute you say adult everyone goes to like r-rated and tvm and tv 17 and it's like no but there's, there's a massive gap in between of like if I use RTV, for example, over here, we have a pre-watershed of nine o'clock. So up to nine o'clock, you can't do certain things and say certain things. After nine o'clock, you can. And generally nine to 10 o'clock is mainstream. And then you get like shows obviously between six and set, between six and nine. You get things like, you know, you, I would grow up, you know, you would have things like uh, The Simpsons. You'd have uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You'd have... Um, I don't know, you just have all these kind of shows that would be on like maybe eight o'clock, things like Doctor Who, Robin Hood. You'd have all these kind of shows and they would appeal to everybody. This is where the whole family could sit down and watch them safely, knowing that there would be no swearing, but they could still at least push the envelope and you know, still entertain. And obviously from nine o'clock onwards, things would change. But generally even that wouldn't be sort of, the stuff that you see on FX generally would come like, 10, 11, 12, you know, much later than the nine o'clock version. And I think Disney Plus went way too safe. Um, and there is a whole audience of people that just want ba Disney Plus to be the babysitting service. Uh, they don't want anything out there that their little um, kid doesn't want. To, and it's like, 
that's not going to survive. You know, you got sixty. You're trying to please sixty million people now. You, it's not a babysitting service. It's too big. It's um, and th- I think Disney want to be more than that. They don't want to just be Mickey Mouse, and you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on repeat. For the, you know, they 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 were making all this extra content. It's like you look at what they're putting out on a weekly basis in terms of TV with all their platforms. How much of it is you know Puppy Dog Pals and Mickey? You know, only a small fraction of it. They, you know, they know that's not where the money is. Yeah, and it's it's very obvious when you look at the Disney Plus um, what's popular right now banner, or they send out the email every week with, yeah. you know, check out the trending shows, and obviously you do the post as well. That it's not dominated by Muppet Babies. It's not dominated by uh, Mickey's Clubhouse. I think that well, that one, that, on one is, that, that one's like that one's in like number four, but I think that's just on repeat. And right. It, sorry, what I mean is. Yeah. It's like the only one there. It's not Mickey's Clubhouse, uh, Mickey's Racers, Mickey's little, you know, whatever, Muppet Babies, et cetera. No, it, right now it's, it's more stuff like, um, you know, uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Hannibal, but I mean Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, t- yeah, my tongue's yeah. all screwed up right now. <laughs> yeah, you got to get like, um, like I said, there's a little bit more variety. And Disney need this. As they are launching more and more internationally, this whole idea of, and I think the whole adults portion of things, it, it, they need to clear this up. Hopefully when we get the investors call, they'll clear up what star is and where the boundary is and what that comes into. Because as far as putting like a 20th century studios brand in there, you know, if you had that icon, you know, you can have that as a strolling icon and you could put more brands on it. Disney have been very clear of what it is. So I think if Star comes in with the other five brands, it becomes much easier. However, when you got things like The Simpsons and The Greatest Showman and, you know, X-Men and stuff, that where does that fall into? You know, you're gonna have to, they're going to have to have those sections available. I think they do seem to be a little bit more happy now. They've kind of sorted out what they're doing with 20th Century Studios. They've now obviously rebranded all the TV networks. And we've got FX, Touchstone, you know, they kind of reorganize what they're doing in terms of how they're making stuff. And yeah, I just think we are going to see more mainstream content arrive on Disney Plus. You can see that with this whole movie drop thing that they've been doing this summer. This whole summer, Disney Plus is, feels like it's allowed to be maybe a slightly teenage. They have been much more open to putting more things. Things like Hamilton, Black is King. You know, they've pushed that boundary a little bit more of what they're putting on there. You know, even just once upon a time, you know, there's a little bit of cursing. I mean, it's all about cursing, but generally, you know, there's that little not bit that more kind of cursing. No, but <laughs> generally, I they don't. I mean, you know, we've been talking about this for years, and a lot of people are like saying, "No, no, no, I don't want it on there." It's like if it's a paid add-on, and a lot of people, oh, I don't want to pay any more money. Disney are not going to give you the entire content of everything else they've got internationally for the same price as Disney. Disney Plus is way too cheap for that. And I keep saying this, Disney Plus is about to become a gateway. You're going to have your main app, then you're going to have your premium access, and then you're going to have this add-on with extra content. And they're going to build up Disney Plus from within because they've now they've, they've, they've got their window in. And, that's, and I think that's how they're going to start doing it because Disney Plus is a huge success and it's working. And internationally, you can see this already with how they're planning out the rollout. Makes no, you know, Hulu is a is almost like this thing that they've inherited, and they've been, it's just losing money. They've got all these third party contents. I mean, even like we joked before this, 
Now they've got a new um, Madagascar sh- series coming. Well, they've got to share it with Peacock. You know, it's like things like that are just like, you know, they're stuck into contracts with NBC. They're stuck into contracts with other companies. And so therefore, Hulu's this weird thing. Like there's, there's no point in sharing it internationally because it doesn't know where it wants to be. Yeah, and dropping back to Disney Plus, I think for the people who still just want it as a babysitting service, I think Disney just needs to make the parental controls um, a little more obvious and a little easier to use. And that way you can just say, all right, here's the kid's uh, profile. The, the profile's loaded up on our Fire tablet or you know whatever TV the kid uses. And they are restricted only to uh, stuff that's G uh, yeah. or PG well, they, or whatever you kind of They've got that already. And it's kind of funny because yeah, I've, had, but they, I've had messages, people say, I can't watch Mulan on the kids program. Why not? Because well, it's a PG. So therefore it wouldn't block it out. Um, I do think they need to redefine what they've got and work out where they, you know, work out better controls. The only thing they can do is essentially they have to in, put the pin code system in and then let the parent then unlock it it's the only and then from that point on they can say well you unlocked it you you we gave you you are the in charge of your account because up to now there's really no like no point almost having separate accounts for like you know except one up for my wife it's like there's just no point you know there's um there's no real difference in it there's no it's not like netflix where it does actually change a lot um because we do that with Netflix, we flip between accounts just to see something different. Because I like our viewing habits will show us completely different. Disney Plus, of you know, you watch you know, Black is King, and then the next thing it recommends is Puppy Dog Pals. It's like there's no, there's no kind of um, connection there at all. But I do think, like moving on, we are going to start seeing more mainstream stuff arriving on Disney Plus. The right stuff is a prime example of that kind of content. And as far as all of it i think disney are holding stuff back for star and i wouldn't be at all surprised if there's some hulu integration to get around it in the u.s they might start offering the 20th century studio content within disney plus if you've got hulu you know that could be a way around the platform you know if they can integrate the technology enough you know and start doing it that way and kind of i don't know it's gonna or i i don't I wouldn't even surprise me if they just launched Star Internationally and would look in the US as well and go, well, you've got Hulu. Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> just as long as they don't overcomplicate it. That's the big thing. Like you were saying before, there are people who turned on parental controls and then didn't realize the parental controls were going to block them out from seeing Milan or Hamilton or, or something like yeah. that. And that covers more of the base than you would think it would. Yeah. So it needs to be transparent, not just them communicating stuff but the app you need to be able to go uh there needs to be a little thing like that this is what you have enabled that means you can't see certain content and it needs to be basically push button like you said a passcode or or some sort of like two-factor authentication sure but being able to switch between them is very important i mean we we recently had sky q installed and we were trying to turn off i was trying to turn off the adult thing because there's nothing more annoying and on your day off you fire up a tv show and ask for the pin code and we go why do we need print it's like <laughs> it was just two o'clock in the afternoon and i want to watch you know some show off of fx or something like that and it's like you know i mean i did literally change them all to noughts just to, <laughs> I didn't have to remember what the pin code was for the tv because it's like well i'm not it doesn't matter you know we're not in that situation where we have to worry about it so it's fine but you know the, the, i think the tr- thing is going forward of 
a lot of people do look at Disney and I've, you know, I see it in the comments all the time of people going, it's Disney and it's Disney. It should be safe. It's, you know, it's, it's not found. It's like, and then the first thing a lot of people then will bite back with is the quote from Disney saying, if you aim for kids, you're dead. And I mean, that's a quite a, and that's the thing from, that's a quote from Walt Disney himself that he did not aim his movies and his shows at kids because that doesn't work. You have to aim at the adults. And I think, that's just moving forward, you know, with new leadership at Disney and Disney Plus and all the rest of it. I think we are going to, we are, we're seeing it already. You can sense the difference between now and remember back in like February, March, when we, we were running was stories of stuff that were being moved away because Disney were like almost terrified of putting anything past the G on there. It's also worth remembering uh, farther back than that. Mm. That was Pixar's philosophy as well. We make kids movies, but there has to be something for the adult. And way back in the day, that is what separated Pixar from DreamWorks movies, which which yeah. normally did not have content for adults in them. And uh, as a parent or you know someone taking a kid to a theater, you're just like I have to sit through two hours of this inane nonsense. Whereas if you get went to a Pixar movie, it's like yeah, there's things in there for me too. I will be entertained through this. Yeah, but we're going to have to wait and see. We don't know when the investors event is happening, but I just wanted to put it out there. There is obviously a lot of talk about this content, but just be aware of what star, I know a lot of people are, and, you know, I did actually even have to put up in the Facebook group, you know, in the, under the, please do not just say this is what Hulu's for, because it's like the, it's like the go-to response from people are going, yeah, but that doesn't apply to like, like now like 50, 60% of the Disney Plus audience now. Uh, you know, it's, it's not just Hulu is not the answer because it's as far as I, I mean, there was a great article even on the USA today about the fact that Disney are shoving like Hulu off to the side, you know, they're, they're just not, it's not prior. And like, when you got like big websites like USA today doing stories about like Hulu like that, it's not good. So let's move on now to the last topic for the day, which is our thoughts on the one and only Ivan, which dropped yesterday. Uh, my review went up on Tuesday. Um, I watched this on my day off on Monday. And I, what did you think of it? I enjoyed it. Uh, it's good popcorn fluff. You know, uh, it's not a very deep movie, but it it's got all the happy beats that you want. Uh, it went in directions I was not expecting. Actually, they had a lot of kind of uh, false plot points, but but not like gotcha moments. They they work into the plot well enough. I I would have liked something a little bit deeper maybe a little more uh thought-provoking but you know what it, it worked fine as a feel-good fluff movie it, it was one of those things i sort of, sort of watching it and watching it i'm going okay this is good and you know there are a few little places where it went off a bit different side but i was like i went i kind of got to the end of it and went oh, that was refreshing to actually sit there and uh, not be a disney plus original quality of just like I sat there and I I watched the whole thing, didn't wasn't interested in you know, didn't pick up your phone, was just watched it ninety minutes, done dusted. I thought it was a lovely tale. I thought it was very well done. You know, it. I don't know like with this movie of like what would have it done had it gone to the, gone to cinemas because I really don't know how that would have. I really don't know if that would have actually performed that well. Um, I mean, they had some big names and the CGI was all good and all the rest of it, but. It did. This felt like a movie of going, yeah. This really could, maybe if it didn't have like Angelina Jolie and Helen Mirren, you could have done this probably with a, a cheaper uh, cast, and it probably would have, you know, 
it's sort of looking at this just would i don't know if this would work i don't know if it would work in cinemas going forward this was a perfect disney plus movie it felt exactly right i mean it was interesting as well like we i flicked on the one show last night and you had you know i was it's bill you know it's like oh, oh we're getting mainstream seven o'clock bbc promotion of disney plus tonight that's different um because it was they'd treated it like a proper movie and it's like yeah this is what disney plus needs of and then you throw it going, well, what are they doing with Milan? But then it's like, this, no one would pay 30 quid for this. This just wouldn't have worked. No, it wouldn't have. And I think if it had gone to theaters, they would have been lucky to make their money back, honestly. Yeah. Not because of the quality of the film, but just as we've seen repeatedly, when they try something new, when they try something different, especially unless it, uh, especially if it is not like an exceptional movie, it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. If it's not Avengers... Black Widow, Mulan, a big name title, they kind of float. No matter how much people complain and like, show us original content, give us new movies, new stories, and they just don't go and see them, unfortunately. So putting this on Disney Plus makes it accessible. It's right there. It's waiting for you. You don't even have to leave your couch to go and watch it. Uh, Just go into it with the right expectations. You're not going to have, you know, a big epiphany moment. It's not uh, going to give you any deep insight into the plight of animals in captivity or in performance or whatever. No, it's just happy, feel good. I mean, there's there's not even a character in it who you're like, that's the bad guy. There's, there's no free willy character where you're like, no. oh, we have to get Ivan away from that character. Uh, other than that one dog that Brian Cranston's character really doesn't like, the one uh, yeah, yeah. that keeps sneaking in. There, there's, there's never any point where like, oh yeah, Brian Cranston, they, he, man, that, that dude, he's, he's playing another evil character. No, he genuinely cares about the animals. Um, and you do kind of have to go with the fact that the story is set in like what, the 1970s, 1980s, something like that, yeah. where, where the care for animals wasn't at the level it is now. Uh, which is very unfortunate. And I definitely spent part of the movie going like that enclosure for the elephant really needs to be a lot bigger. Uh, yeah. But you just kind of have to go. That's part of the time period. I think, they, I don't know if they necessarily frame that well enough that it was kind of in the past because it kind of didn't look it. So um, they, did, they did a bit of his hairstyle in the seventies bit was much easier to tell when they did the, like the, the montage, but, um, I thought as a whole, you know, it, it, I think the only basic thing is had they not had a, like a mobile phone, but it just generally, it, but it was like you say, the, the, he never became, he was never a bad guy. You know, obviously he was, he was upset and stuff, but he, he you know, he cared for them. He loved them. You know, all the, all the carers and everyone. I mean, even though what got me was when they all escaped, I'm going, okay, now we're going to get into like the, 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 adventure, the, the, uh, the adventure part of the, of, the, of the movie, and that didn't happen. It's like, no, they crossed the street and realized they couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> it was just like, um, and I just <laughs> thought that, I, I actually thought, I thought oh, that was, that was refreshing because it wasn't just, you know, them escaping. It's like, well, where are they going to escape to? It's like, yeah, they coun't. There was no, it's re- reality wasn't going to work like that. I suspect in real life that the gorilla actually never left. They never did that bit. I bet that's the bit that they kind of made up to make a little bit better. I would definitely treat this as an inspired by story, not a factual or near factual accounting. Um, I did a little bit of reading on the actual Mm -hmm. Ivan and 
yeah, basically none of this story applies at all. Um, there was a gorilla named, uh, yeah, gorilla named Ivan, and he was a painter and he gained some fame as uh, a painter, but pretty much all the rest of it uh, is completely fiction, uh, yeah. which is probably for the best because if they had gone with a realistic one, it would have been a bit more depressing. Uh, you know, I was mentioning the elephant enclosure there. The the actual pen that the real Ivan was kept in, uh, you you shouldn't keep a gorilla in that that pen at all. Yeah. Of course, it does have the 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 same happy ending where he ends up in in a yeah. zoo where he's allowed to roam free and actually experience a bit of what it's like. Obviously, they couldn't release him into the wild. Yeah, but... it's a bit of it's a bit of a weird one because I thought that as well of like. Um, you know, they showed him in this massive zoo. Now, I'd, I've never been to, I think it's a zoo in Atlanta. And yes. I'll be honest, I looked at them and went, they're kind of zooming out. Are we in the wild? And then they kind of, you can see the city in a building and you're, okay, we're still in the zoo, but they are really pushing the idea that the zoo is the best place for him. Um, and, you know, sometimes you go to zoos and go, yeah, the enclosures are bigger than being in a room and he's outside, but he's not free. Um, but the trouble is, well, they could never release them to the free. You know, he's, they can't be released because they've got no skills for living. So I at least, I you know the way they did it, and obviously they brought them all back in, and they and it all ended nicely. And I just I just got to the end of the movie. I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it. I thought that was a good, solid, entertaining movie. It just did what it did, and I was nice. It was just it was just really nice and refreshing just to sit and go. That was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I probably will never watch it again, but. I enjoyed it, and it was nice just to sit down, feet up, you know, pot of ice cream, watch it, and just be like, this felt like a decent and and you know, and just enjoyable. And it was. It's sometimes it's been a, the the hit ratio on the Disney Plus movies have just been all over the place, but this was such a good good movie, and I really did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it in the end too. I also don't think I'm going to watch it again, but that's not a knock against the movie. Yeah. It it just doesn't have. Uh, the depth for a rewatch, which again sounds like a, I'm insulting it. I'm not. Uh, I would say absolutely watch this if you need a, a feel good or you just want to do a, a feel good movie. And again, this is going to sound like a backhanded com- uh, complaint, insult, whatever. Don't think too heavily about it uh, and keep the pitchforks at home. You can definitely talk about the conditions and the moral ethics of it. it it's not that kind of movie just enjoy it for what it is but also you know even just down to all of that you know things have changed so much since since the 70s and the 80s and the 90s you know and how we all look at you know, you know i remember going to circuses and sitting on elephants when i was a kid but you know it was in the 80s it was a different era you know there was a time that circuses had animals and they went for the, you know that was just how it all you know and as time's gone on we've you know things have changed you know you know even down in closure spaces and stuff everything has changed over time um so it was just i just it just again i just watched this movie and i was like you know all i mean the animals it was nice not having that stereotype it didn't feel like a stereotypical movie as well it did feel maybe slightly original that's probably why i enjoyed it a little bit more just that thing of going it didn't feel like they were just re- rehashing. It wasn't a remake. It wasn't a, a sequel. It was just something fresh, and it was just kind of quite nice. Yeah, and it's like you mentioned before, too. They they had things like where the animals get out, and they're like, oh, we're going to turn into Homeward Bound now, and, and they're going to be going through the urban jungle, and we're going to get shots of you know elephants walking down the street or whatever. And it's like, oh, no, they, they got to the edge of the forest, which was 
maybe like 15 feet wide and like, Oh, Oh, we can't do this. And, yeah. and they, they just go right back. And like, it, it doesn't necessarily do what you expect yet. Yeah, the ending is exactly what you expect, but the, the journey to get there, they take, they took roads. I was not expecting them to take. Yeah, that's a really good, very easy recommendation for anyone with a Disney Plus subscription to check it out. Um, yeah, I'm in Disney. Have been promoting it. Um, kind of, it's that weird thing as well. I'm going, like, did they just stop? Because we really didn't know very much about this movie. It wasn't, they didn't quite do a magic camp on it, but they kind of were holding back. Almost along the lines of, I said I was going to open. We're going to throw this out there, and no, we're not. And now it's going to be a Disney Plus. And like, once they decided it was a Disney Plus movie they sort of started promoting it. But I kind of feel like, you know, it's, uh, the fact, like I said, he, you know, they've been actively promoting it on shows over here in the UK. It was like, okay, they've, they're taking this seriously enough now to, to do this. And just wish we'd get more of that. Uh, just having, having a bit of more faith in it because even after last week's magic camp, you know, they can, they should do that. They should put a little bit more faith in them and do a little bit more promotion to get people in. Um, right now with hardly any movies out, it is good. Obviously just, kind of to finish off before finish off the episode cinemas have started releasing stuff i mean i think tenant is just coming out new mutant is actually out on friday next week um it will actually be before the next episode new mutants will be out in some cinemas no one will be able to find these cinemas but um they will be there i know some people are going to see stuff i personally will not be doing it it does feel very much like disney have thrown new mutants out there to see how this is going to work and when it all goes wrong, they can blame everybody, <laughs> um, everybody else for, and then change their plans accordingly and go, well, we know we're going to do premium on demand. Because if Mulan and, they're basically going to be thrown out, Mulan and New Mutants within a week. And they're going to sit, they're going to be watching that data to work out where, it, where it's going at this point. Uh, I think after that in September, they've got, um, in the US, they've got the, well, uh, uh, Bruce Springs, oh, I'm trying to think. The, the magician. I'm trying to think of it. Oh, uh, Copperfield. Uh, Copper, yeah, Copperfield. Um, they've got that one um, coming Peter out. Peter Copperfield. Peter Cottontail. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I completely, <laughs> David. I completely, David yeah, Copperfield. I, I, had a, I had a brain fart. Um, oh, I, <laughs> I had like ten in this episode. This this is not one of my star performances. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how this all works out. But yeah, New Mutants is coming to cinemas. A lot of people aren't entirely happy because obviously like california and new york are still all shut down um if you go in the uk you're gonna to gotta to wear a mask um i'm just i'm just not bothering i'm i'm gonna do the mulan system i'm kind of made that decision but anyway that pretty much wraps up this week's show again a big thank you to all of our patrons for all of your support and also now a big thank you to everyone that joins us on our youtube membership program and becomes all part of the what's on disney plus club Again, tomorrow I'll be doing a Q&A session. So if you are a Patreon or a YouTube member, make sure you get your questions in and we'll be doing that weekly. And yeah, on from that note, thank you very much for watching and we shall see you guys soon. Laters.